Man, that car right there just, just went lefter than a bitch. Yeah, it was a hell of a left turn. Uh, he actually had to make the left turn because if he had made a right, he would have kept Dale Earnhardt's legacy um, because there is a fucking wall there. I cannot wait to get back home to my cousin, Jesus Christ. Um... And welcome back to another level of Death Metal Arcade. My name is Andrew Gladue. And my name is Trevor Layton. And today we have a very special guest because we didn't have a choice. Mr. <laughs> Andrew Mims, the other guitarist of Crawling Manifest. How's it going, guys? I didn't have much of a choice either. But here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was definitely, we pretty much told him, hey, we're going to record our podcast while we're on tour and... Uh, you're going to be our first guest on Death Metal Arcade. And that's oh, yeah, what we're man. doing. We were on day nine of our fucking tour, and that's what it is. Yeah, we, we were, were supposed to record tired. this on day, like, three of our tour, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it turns out having to drive all these fucking places makes it really hard to find half an hour to do something that's not that. For yeah. real. So oh, man. We got this swanky fucking hotel, the Windgate by Wyndham in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Man, that is a mouthful right I there. Know, it really is. I just I feel like I got raped. Um, <laughs> just like my mouth, no, not the rest of me. The rest of me is cool. I was, I was worried. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but no, it's a really nice hotel. I'm surprised they let any greasy metal bands even walk through the door, but they let us, For like, real? book a room and shit. I think it's because Blue Dude did it, like, over the internet. Right. Yeah, right. they couldn't. See us in advance. They couldn't tell us no. Over the internet, I seem very professional. Right. Then you meet me in person, and I'm just a greasy metalhead. Right. right. (laughs) And I mean, really, the best, the thing I'm the most excited for is I was on the last day of clean socks. And there's a fucking laundry room down the there hall is from a here, room. and a gym, and just the swankiest shower. Like I'm gonna get so fucking stinky and then so clean. I'm ready for this. <laughs> I'm gonna be a stinky, stinky boy. <laughs> All right. So first things first, Trevor. What are we drinking today? We are drinking Yingling Golden Pilsner. It's a refreshing and smooth beer by DG Yingling and Son Incorporated from Pottsville, Pennsylvania, zip code 17901. <laughs> Six generations of brewing, 16 fluid ounces, one pint, family operated. Well, now that he's done reading the can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Care to read the ingredients? I'd there really are no ingredients. Uh, well, sir, the like, ingredients are beer. The ingredients Surgeon are beer. General's warning? <laughs> uh, Surgeon General's warning. Fucking tight. Excellent. Fantastic. So, Mims, we're on day nine of our tour. Yes, we are. What has been your highlight of this tour so far? Uh, This past set was amazing, the Altoona show. Well, tell me about it. Well, uh, we didn't suck. And, uh, that's always a plus. That's, that's, <laughs> that's really what it was. Well, I think for the longest time we've had the, the shtick of being... The alcoholic band, right. you know, whenever we play a show, and especially this tour, we've been introduced as the drunk motherfuckers at least once. Right. Um, and I think what helped us provide an excellent show tonight was that we were drunk before we ever made it to the venue. Um, <laughs> so, so by the time we went on stage, we were just ripe for heavy metal. We and I mean indeed. ripe, because we did not shower, because... Uh, so <laughs> we get to this swanky ass hotel. The first thing Andrew Mims does is take a shit so fucking big that it clogs up their toilet. It, 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 I'm 
baffled. We've been trying to live this tour the way that uh, Ego Raptor from the Game Grumps has always told us. Wendy's, suck it down and poop like a normal man. Right, right. But we fucked up, and today for breakfast we got McDonald's, and you did not poop like a normal man. You pooped like the Incredible Hulk after government cheese. <laughs> <laughs> You did indeed. It was it was a bad time. For oh, everybody. dude! Like y'all didn't see the turd. <laughs> Grateful. Didn't um, want to. Moving on from the turd experience. So your favorite your favorite moment so far of the tour has been tonight. It's been either that or longboard guy. Or longboard guy. Yeah. Um. Longboard guy. When we played in Scranton, Pennsylvania, we had. Two people watch us. The one was Joe McLaughlin, the bartender. He was fantastic, fucking great. He uh, was an amazing person. Not a great bartender, but not a great person. Awesome, but um, a great dude. And then, like <laughs> the last band was getting ready to play, we were outside, you know, smoking a cigarette while they were setting up. And this dude comes rolling down the fucking road on his longboard, popping a manual, and we just all started cheering because we were drunk. Right. And. Fucking halfway through the last band set, this motherfucker just rolls into the bar and parties with us for the rest of the fucking time. <laughs> the we're entire there. bar just and cheered, just cheering and in. shit. Never learned his name. He's longboard guy. He's he is longboard forever guy. longboard guy. When he left, it was the most beautiful thing because he just started like jogging down the street, dropped his longboard, hopped on it, hopped up on the curb, and just longboarded away off into the sunset. Except it was beautiful, really. Yeah, and it was at that point that Scranton itself was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, those were definitely two two big highlights for me of the tour. Uh, if I had to pick a favorite moment, it would definitely be um, when you dropped your cinnamon rolls and like <laughs> Andrew and I are just standing there smoking and talking and all, sudden, <laughs> and all of a sudden we just hear... Oh fuck! <laughs> we turn around like we thought your just, butthole was getting yeah, fingered. We turn around, and that's when we were staying at like a you know fairly shady motel. Oh, it right. was not oh, fairly. It was it was shady. It looked like the Bates Motel. And so we uh you know we turn around and you're just standing there looking at him and we're like you know we're about to start laughing but before we even can you just look at us and you're like. Guys, I'm going to need a minute. And it was at that point that we lost it. And then we actually got a, a pretty great picture of Mims picking up these cinnamon rolls. Oh, I did. Um, and I will he, be posting that. He tossed about them. to say, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he tossed them into the woods, and the next day they were gone to be eaten by a fox, bird, or crackhead. And we're not sure which one. But All uh, I'm saying. Either way, the ecosystem of Charleston, West Virginia, set. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm trying to gain the crackhead's trust. <laughs> right. as I do <laughs> trying to infiltrate <laughs> get a crackhead on the inside I will raise an army of crackheads <laughs> <laughs> and we will rain our thunder down upon <laughs> Dayton, Ohio how dare you tell me I fucking <laughs> so, what was your highlight of the tour Mr. Gladue oh, fuck so my highlight thus far has actually been Rich. The dude oh, who is just hanging out at tonight's show. Rich. Some like 50 year old dude. Um, oh, God. He Excuse was a, me, he's 45. Uh, 45. He 45. was a weird he motherfucker, too. He was kind of a weird motherfucker. He was so drunk. He was very he drunk. He was so drunk. I think my favorite thing is like while all of the bands were playing, no matter who it was, no matter how many times he'd already said it, like you'd finish a song and he'd just be front row with his hand out ready for a fist bump and he'd be like, 
my name's Rich. And it's like, <laughs> what's up, Rich? And like every band, every single band, every time he did that was like, let's hear it for Rich. <laughs> and like the whole fucking place would explode. Like, right. His name wasn't just... Rich. He, dude, he told me enough times, I can guarantee yeah, you his like, name what is if he Rich. Was lying? What if he's like a compulsive liar? You are absolutely correct. What if he, in fact, was lying? That's a possibility, dude. Could have, I mean... could have definitely been a possibility. That's all I'm saying. It's your X-Files theme. <laughs> but even better than that, I have a different theme for you, Mims. Do you know what this music means? No, you don't. Because don't. you're a guest here. Yes, I am. This means that it is, in fact, time for the news. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been, like, more grateful to not have a pair of headphones for recording this. Where did you find this music? Uh, it was public domain on... YouTube. <laughs> so I have two articles today. And the first one, we will just, of course, start with the headline. And it is from the New York Post. You know, the most trustworthy of all news sources. Man allegedly hiding drugs in butt accidentally shoots himself in the testicles. Right, <laughs> right off the bat, it's a roller coaster, and I love it. Can I get an F in the chat, please? (laughs) A bungling felon from Washington State made a series of blunders when he shot himself in the testicles and tried to hide the weapon, all while storing drugs in his anus, a report said Wednesday. Is his balls okay? We're about to find out, aren't we? I hope so. Cameron Jeffrey Wilson, age 27, was carrying a pistol in his front pocket, bad, no, never carry a pistol in your front pocket. Right, no, that's where your asking for stupid. Right. <laughs> While in his cashmere. <laughs> Sorry, that's the name of the town. Cashmere, Washington oh, apartment. Oh. <laughs> Thought they just added it in there, like which um, yeah, article of clothing that he was wearing. <laughs> it is Cashmere, Washington apartment on April 5th. Oh no. Stop. Don't give me an ad. There we go. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by whatever the Fuck he <laughs> <laughs> In his apartment on April 5th, when the firearm accidentally discharged and pierced his groin and thigh. Wilson, who is a 13-time convicted felon. Jesus Christ! At age, what, 27? 27! 13 wow. times? God damn! Like, I feel like at some point you should just stop doing crime. For, if you, right? If you, get, if you get convicted 13 times. By right. twenty seven, yeah, like, you're, you're bad. That's a, you're bad at you're bad at criming. It's a bad. <laughs> Stop. You're at least bad at getting away with it. <laughs> For real. So Wilson told his girlfriend to dispose of the weapon before heading to the hospital. When the ex-con finally went to the hospital, a balloon of marijuana slipped out of his anus <laughs> while a doctor was operating on the gunshot wound. <laughs> he was in the OR. He just. <laughs> Out. He just pooped out some. He just pooped out some nugs. <laughs> well, I feel like, like I'm not condoning crime, <laughs> but like you gotta be smarter than this. PSA: Crawling Manifest. Not condoning crime. <laughs> Cops also arrived at the oh, hospital. It smells like a fart over here. <laughs> <laughs> Cops also arrived at the hospital when alerted of the gunshot wound and searched Wilson's car where they discovered a bag of meth in the bloodstained jeans he was wearing when he shot himself. No. Why wasn't that up his butt? 
I like that's that's the that more the, felonous of crimes. Yeah, that would be the one that would get him more in trouble. I feel like that's the one that you should put up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> the officers issued an arrest warrant for Wilson, and he turned himself into the police on April 18th. As he was being processed by the whatever county regional justice center, Wilson was strip searched, and another balloon of marijuana slipped from his anus. Mm. Okay. Like, <laughs> was that one about, up there as well as the other one, just further up? The wording is what gets me. Yeah, there. there's something about the term slipped. Yeah, from it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Either that like, balloon is super lubed up, or his butthole's not the smallest. Right. Oh, <laughs> dude, 23 convictions. 13. 13, my 13. bad. 13. Yeah, that's. The, oh, man. The convicted felon was charged with possession of a firearm unlawful possession of meth, which suggests that there is a lawful possession of meth. And that Fair. interests me. We'll have to look into that. That <laughs> upsets me. It scares me, really. <laughs> possession of a controlled substance in a correctional facility and four counts of tampering with a witness. What? <laughs> wow. Man, we wow. didn't get even get any of that. Wilson was being held on $110,000 bail and is doing court on June 18th. I would wild. love to be at that court, Nate. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you know, I have some good news. Okay. I have I have a news article as well. No shit. I do. Um, and I'm, I'm just so gonna, proud of you. I'm gonna just jump right into it. I feel like I don't need to explain it before I get there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Not even gonna give us the headline. I'm gonna give you the headline. Okay. Pig steals 18 <laughs> beers from campers, gets drunk, and starts a fight with a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, that's you with your ex. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's rough, dude. Shit. According, I came here to have a good time. <laughs> according to OutdoorRevival.com, some campers were having a weekend of fun, bonfires, and drinking when they woke up during the night to find a pig finishing off 18 cans of beer. Jesus Christ. Apparently it happened at a campground in Port Hedland, Australia, of course. Right. Where some careless campers left their beer out before they went to bed, not realizing the danger they put their beer in. It was reported to the campsite owners that there had been a pig running around the past few nights getting into people's belongings. One camper who was set up across from the victim said they woke up and witnessed it all. It was the middle of the night. <laughs> and it was these people opposite of us and I heard this crunching of the can. And they got their torch out and shined it on the pig and there he was crunching away at their cans. By the time the pig was spotted he was slamming down their last beer and ran off. Nice. According to witnesses, he then ran off to dig through the trash for something to eat. Also nice. He was clearly buzzed at this point, and they said he started a fight with a cow. <clears throat> Lady named Merida, who witnessed it, said, Then he went and raided their rubbish. Then there were some other people camped right on the edge of the river, and they saw him running around the vehicle being chased by a cow. Apparently, the pig showed up several nights in a row, causing chaos and helping himself to anything he could find a pig out on. Bitch, did I tell you you could talk? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so after doing battle with the cow, the pig allegedly made its way to a river where he passed out drunk, laying under a tree for shelter. Some curious campers who heard about the ruckus went to look for him the next morning and found him in the same spot and snapped this picture of him. I'll just go ahead and show it around the room. Jesus Christ! What the fuck? <laughs> this will also be posted on the Facebook. 
<laughs> so, photo credit to Marita, that bitch that don't shut up when the fuck I tell her not to talk to me. Even though we're doing like a, a hick southern accent instead of Australian, because neither Crocky of us can do mate. Australian yeah, accents. Whatever, dude. Oh, right. Look at this, look at this pig, mate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, it was. I can't do it. Though. All right. <laughs> As funny as the story is, it unfortunately didn't end well for the pig. It wasn't long before he tried to cross the road, still drunk and a little hungover, and got hit by a truck passing through. Good God! Witnesses later found out it was him because of the unique markings on its ear, probably in the shape of cow teeth, if I had to imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Well, that was a roller coaster. Bitch, did I tell you you could master me? (laughs) (laughs) All right, you need to fucking chill, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and I guess that is actually it for our news, because I didn't have any other articles. Yeah, that was all I had. Oh. <laughs> so, it has been a hell of a week. It has been a hell of a week, and this episode is definitely shorter than most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just can't wait to get home. Yeah. I, you know, same. like, I'm having such a great time, but I miss Ashley. I'm excited about the new house. And I just, just fucking want to go home right this second. But, like, at the same time, I want to end tomorrow off as strongly as tonight was. We have tomorrow, one more day. Tomorrow is one the more last show. day of the Metal to the Masses tour. Fuck yes. And finally I can poop in my own house and bring Metal to the Asses. So. <laughs> and there you have it. You metal to, to, to the Asses. You are no one to talk. Yeah, Fair. like, you're Jesus asshole. Christ. Is um, the so, worst. So I know, I know. Uh, you know, we have a guest here today. Uh, what are some things that you like talk about yourself? I don't know. You do stuff. Uh, yeah, I do things. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, we'll end this the way we normally do. Uh, what have you been listening to recently? Not counting the bands on the tour, uh, but we will start with the guest. Um. Actually, let's just shout out the other bands on the tour. Well, you can do that too, but that's not what the fuck I just said. So <laughs> we we ask you a question. We have a system, dude. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, besides whatever the fuck, like Trevor's been playing while driving. Yeah, I have been DJing. Yeah, like, it, um, it's been an interesting time. It has been. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, let's just well, while he's looking at that, All I right. guess we will move so, on. Um, <laughs> uh, like before, I've still been really big into like old school hardcore music, uh-huh. uh, which has been a lot of fun. Um, I have definitely enjoyed myself on that. Right. Um, <clears throat> um, I started getting back into Black Dolly Murder, mm-hmm. which is tight. Yeah. Um, Still listening to just a lot of podcasts. Last podcast on the left. Right. Uh, Even more news, which was formerly produced by Crack.com. Uh, shit like that. That's how I've been spending my days. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of like Ted Poley and like AOR rap, shit like that. Wow, I don't know what either of those are. Please like, explain. Like Think Journey. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like arena rock yeah oh okay, okay. what about Ted Pooley Ted Pooley he used to be in like uh, like Danger Danger a hair band okay okay um me uh, I know I talked about it I think our last episode but um Ashley and I 
met up with my brother and his fiance, mm-hmm. and we ended up going to that uh, Necromantics show. It was Brainiacs, Resurrects, and Necromantics. It was probably the best concert I've ever been to. Right. Um, such a fun fucking time. Definitely the best pit that I've ever been in. That's tight. Huh. Uh, but it was a great, great fucking show. So I've been on a you know big Psycho Billy kick since then. It just kind of reawakened my love for that. And then the whole time we've been touring, uh, we've been listening to a decent amount of Psycho Billy. Um, and then just a bunch of other shit. We uh, we checked out a band that none of us had really listened to before. Uh, Fueled yeah, by Fire. Fueled by Fire. Um, formed in, what was it, 2002? Yeah, something like that. Uh, and their most recent album came out in 2013, and it was just the oh, tightest no. fucking shit. It was like 80s speed metal meets 80s thrash metal. And I know thrash metal is a faster, like form of metal it's a it's a good mixture between speed metal and death metal but i swear to god this was like a mixture of thrash metal and more speed metal it was right. it was phenomenal shit um and then we've been listening to uh uh what else have we been fucking listening to a lot of psycho billy a lot of psycho billy i already said that i already said that it has been mostly psycho billy hasn't it mostly psycho billy <laughs> yeah. nothing Not wrong with that uh, we listen. Yep, we listen to the most recent Starbomb album. Uh, we listen to a little bit of Twerp. Right. Uh, we've mostly just been listening to like shit that's good to drive to because there's been a lot of miles covered oh, yeah. this week. It's by the yeah. time we're done, it'll be close to 3,200 miles. Jeez. Yeah. I have driven every single one of them. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> so, like I said, this is a much shorter episode because I am very tired. And I need to sleep <laughs> before I drive more tomorrow Woo! for the last day of the Metal to the Masses tour. And uh, like like Mims was saying, to shout out the bands that we were that we've been playing with, um, it has been Arsena, mm-hmm. great fucking thrash metal band, fantastic. Uh, Dark Entity, they're they're phenomenal, phenomenal. Oh they're a lot like Lamb of God, which I fucking love Lamb of God anyway. But uh, they they are just great. They're Fast and technical and just on mm-hmm. point every fucking night. Um, Cyber Strike, which is a great thrash, you know, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say thrash metal. They uh, they sound a lot like Megadeth yeah. in a lot of ways. And then offensive. Somewhere between like thrash and like new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, the the last band, uh, Offensive. So that will close out our podcast. Um, we don't need to delve into that much more. So, you have completed another level of Death Metal Arcade. You pat yourselves on the back and insert another coin whenever 